Conversations with Kerry, a series of audio interactions with people and things in my world that I find interesting. If you have any comments, queries, questions or feedback, you can find me as at K-H-O-A-T-H on Twitter or email me k-e-r-r-y at g-o-t-s-s dot net Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode and on this episode I'm going to talk to a partner of mine about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is hypnosis. Now, many of you who listen to this podcast will know that I do tend to dabble in all different forms of hypnosis, and I've certainly done some hypnotic things uh, with this person. But before we get started, I would just like to introduce Hannah. So hello, Hannah. Hello. Okay. So the first question I would ask you is, before you met me, had you had any experience with hypnosis in any way, shape, or form? Um, I've seen it. Like, I had seen it around. I'd seen it at, you know, fairs and things with just the stage hypnosis where they make people look stupid, but I'd never actually done it. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, but it was really funny to like watch, <laughs> watch people turn into different things. Okay. Did you ever see the classic, you know, have somebody, you know, cluck like a chicken or stuff like that? Yep, that was definitely part of it. Okay, all right. And then when I met you, without sort of giving too much away, you were a little anxious one evening, and I shared with you the free confidence hypnosis recording that I make available to people that I share things with. You did. And you gave it a go. What was what was your experience with that? At first I thought, okay, this, this isn't going to work, and then I went into it, and it just kind of reeled me in. It was really interesting. And then I came out of it. And I think I remember messaging you that I felt a little better. Yeah, you felt more confident. You actually said you felt more confident, which was obviously yeah. the, the, the aim of the, the point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and you found, generally speaking, you know, at that point, hypnosis an enjoyable experience, generally speaking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then since then, we've done plenty of hypnotic things, both uh, phenomena and things like that. And in fact, I'll, I'll demonstrate one of those phenomena here on the podcast. So make sure that your, um, your, your coffee is in a safe place. I'm going to put my computer away from my lap. Uh, okay. Is it going to reach? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're, when you're good. I'm good. Okay. So what we're going to do is Hannah sleep all the way down, drifting, floating, drifting, drifting, floating all the way down. Let yourself relax. That's right. Each breath looking you drift deeper and deeper all the way down. That's good. There we go. So as you can see, we've done a lot of hypnotic work with Hannah. How are you feeling there? Let yourself relax. How does it feel to be hypnotized on my podcast? Let yourself relax. It's thrilling. It's thrilling. You enjoying that? Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. my hypno bunny. She loves hypnosis. Let yourself relax. I want you to imagine that you've taken a piece of paper and I want you to imagine that you've written the number four on the piece of paper. You've written the number four on the piece of paper and all of a sudden the wind blows the piece of paper out of your hand and the number four is gone. No matter where you look for it, no matter how many times people say it, you just can't find it, it's gone. That number is now gone. There we go. And now I'm just going to emerge you. Five, four, three, 
two, one, all the way out. Okay. Now, if you can just uh, count the fingers on one of your hands for me. One, two, three, five, six. You got six fingers. Yep. How does that work? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just have six fingers. You got six fingers. Okay. So what's um what's two and two? Five. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You sure about that? Yep. Okay. Two and two is five. All right, good stuff. And uh that's okay, so that's interesting. So Hannah sleep all the way down. Keep floating. She'll drop even easily the second time. There we go, all the way down. And if you're listening to the audio of this and I don't have the gate, sorry, set too low, you'll actually hear the change in her breath patterns as she drops back into trance. Just let yourself relax. And you can just allow the wind to blow that piece of paper back into your hand. You can catch it, look on the piece of paper, and notice that the number four is printed there. You can have that number back. There we go. All the numbers are back in their rightful place. And just feeling relaxed, feeling happy, feeling joyful, feeling happy to be involved on this podcast. Yes, that is really unsubtle, but there it is, guys. That's direct hypnosis for you. Smile for me. It'll <laughs> merge you. There we go. Feel happy. Five, four, three, two, one. All the way back, feeling energized and happy and, and that sort of thing. Okay. So as an experience, how is... How is hypnosis for you? How does it make you feel to be put into trance? Everybody has a different answer to this question. It makes me really happy. Okay. And like, I can't even explain why it makes me really happy, but it makes me really happy. Do you think it's sort of a sort of a time out from the regular grind of, of day-to-day life? It's just sort of this, you know, f- minute or two or three where you can actually get out of your own head and just, you know, let yourself relax? Is that sort of... Yeah, yes. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And have so you- I'll even I'll mm-hmm. even say this, like I I don't care if people know it. It's it's a whole world thing. I struggle with depression a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every time we do something like that, it actually makes me feel a little bit better because I've gotten a chance to get out of my head. Yeah. You know, if you're like the majority of, of, of depressed people, uh, I would theorize that you spend too much time stuck in your own head and stuck in your own thoughts with a little, you know, mental hamster wheels going round and round and round. And that can be very tiring and very exhausting. Is that is that a yeah. fair statement? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And when you get hypnotized, it's a good way to step off those hamster wheels for a few minutes and just let yourself actually relax and rejuvenate and give you a little bit more uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, feel free to disagree with me. You are allowed to disagree with me. No, you're podcast. right. Okay. Okay. Just making sure, because I don't want to do all the talking and and yeah. You know, I mean, don't. I guess I guess I would argue that there could be like essentially, if it doesn't go the way we intend it to, or you know, there's a suggestion brought in that makes me feel funny because mm-hmm. that's happened before. Like it, you know, obviously it makes me very anxious. So like there are times where I come out and I'm really, I'm not, I'm not happy or I'm not, you know, feeling refreshed. I'm feeling anxious because something was said. Well, let's take a fairly harmless example of this, or I'll I'll underline the word harmless. Do you remember the time I hypnotized you and convinced you that you couldn't remember my name? Yes. And that was very upsetting for you, wasn't it? Because you couldn't 
remember my I, name. By the end, I was ready to have a panic attack. Right, yeah. So, yeah, one has to be responsible and careful and we, we don't want you having panic attacks. But you, you honestly couldn't remember the name because that was the suggestion you'd been given and that was quite stressful for you. There was that other time, Carrie, where we, and I, I don't remember all of this, but I know that essentially I'm going to give the harmless version. You would hypnotize me in one of our sessions mm-hmm. to to associate the words I love you with something else mm-hmm. or to, I don't remember what exactly it was, but when we were done and you were about to go to sleep, you texted me and said, you love me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose what's what's actually coming out of this is that, you know, hypnosis for some people can be very powerful and it can absolutely shape their reality. And, and those are two examples of where your reality has been ultimately shaped by post-hypnotic suggestion. Would that be a fair thing to say? Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes those post-hypnotic suggestions or quite often those post-hypnotic suggestions can be quite useful. Yeah. But other times, if not managed correctly or, um, you know, adequate. Even if it's it's not worded right, Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. mind, because you're in such a vulnerable state where you're allowing that control to to come to someone else- Mm -hmm. If it's not worded correctly, things can go very wrong very fast. Yes. Yes. So it's it's very important to have, you know, trust and communication between the hypnotist and the client. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But all things considered, and even given the sometimes unfavorable experiences- do you consider that overall hypnosis has been a, a positive and beneficial influence on your life and the way you operate? Oh, very much so. Like, I think if I, because we started this like a year ago, mm-hmm. I th- and, and in a year ago, I was in a pretty rough state. Yeah, I think that if we wouldn't have started it, not to be too morbid, but I think I would have ended up ending my life. Mm. And that's quite serious. And I, I remember there were some uh, evenings when you were under quite a high degree of of stress, mm-hmm. and sometimes it was the hypnosis that allowed you to relax and take a step back from those challenges. Yeah. It didn't solve the problems because that wasn't the aim of the the trance, but it gave you a bit of breathing room to be able to assess where you were and be more constructive about how you were going to deal with those things in future. Like it gave me a chance to really, even just in trance, the things that you would say to me would help me really get a sense of what was happening, how I needed to go about fixing it, and it would actually let me think because nine times out of ten, I don't do well under stress. Yeah. Well, I think there are plenty of people who could agree with that. Yeah, lots of people <laughs> don't do well under stress. Okay. And I mean, silly question. Are you looking forward to, to more hypnosis in future? Is it something you think you'll be doing again? Absolutely. Okay, good stuff. Good 100%. stuff. 100%. Okay. And do you recommend it for, uh, potentially recommend that people should think about it as a, as a 
a modality if they have problems with anxiety or insomnia or, you know, any other problems they want to work on? Do you think it's uh, in your non-expert opinion uh, an efficable treatment methodology? Do you think it helps? I personally think it helps and I do recommend it. But Mm -hmm. if it's something that people are going to do, you have to go into it with an open mind. You do. It's the only requirement is that you have to have an open mind going into it. Yes. Because if not, then you might not get the full effect and the full experience of it. That's true. And in fact, when I gave you the confidence hypnosis, one of the things I said to you at the time was take a listen to this, keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. and allow yourself to experience the recording. Yeah, and I did, and it, it worked. I didn't actually think it was going to work, but I felt better at least for a few days. Yeah. No, that's good, and that's that's essentially what we're trying to achieve. As a hypnotist, as somebody who does do hypnosis with people, while some hypnotic work is about you know, large global life changes and stuff. A lot of hypnosis is just working on the background stuff and doing things like reducing the levels of anxiety, uh, Mm -hmm. making people feel better in themselves, allowing people to feel more comfortable with who they are and how they're living their life. Yeah. Okay, and just to make doubly sure that we've cancelled that suggestion, if you just count the fingers on, on one of those hands of yours. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, good. Okay, just making sure they're all <laughs> still there. We don't want them missing for long periods of time. That would be funny, but... <laughs> it would be funny, yes. But I think it also, that's probably another point that I'll make, is if you are going to do hypnosis for entertainment, I think the two things that are important about doing hypnosis for entertainment is, one, to respect the people that you're working with, and Absolutely. respect their, you know, sense of humor and whatever else. But also, as somebody who is being hypnotized for performance reasons, try not to take yourself too seriously. Like, enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to enjoy the things that are happening to you because they are an interesting phenomena. The only time I like incriminating myself is when I'm. In, in in under hypnosis or in trance, as we all like to say, mm-hmm. and Carrie's making me forget things or <laughs> forget people's names. Like I remember one time we made one of my friends think or me think one of my friends' names was Shirley. It was really funny, mm-hmm. but that's the only time I like to incriminate myself. Basically, is when I <laughs> yeah, yeah when I'm being hypnotized. But it was fun. It was funny to to see your friend's indignancy with the fact that her name had been changed to Shirley and you were absolutely convinced that that's what her name was for those for those few seconds. Just um I'm not going to I'm not yeah. going to put her name out there but just as an example I would go no your name is Shirley and she'd be like no my name is Karen. Yeah. It's Karen. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like no. <laughs> it's Shirley. Shirley. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then and then we canceled the suggestion and I'm like, just so you know, I'm going to change your name to Shirley in my contacts. And she got so mad. There you go. Well, she, said, <laughs> she, she certainly Karen that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today. Um, You're welcome. I, I hope you've enjoyed your experience being on the podcast. This is the first time we've had Hannah on. Yeah. And we'll have her on for other things in future. Before we end, I just want to, you know, kind of, make a a note 
just because you heard him hypnotize me in the podcast does not mean you automatically know how to hypnotize people. Do not try it by yourself without guidance and make sure you do your research and know everything there is to know about it before you even decide to try and work with someone. That's probably a very good thing to end on. So if you are looking at hypnotizing people because you have the potential to allow people to be more receptive to your suggestions when they're in trance, it's very important that as a hypnotist, you know what you're doing, you are confident in your abilities, and you operate ethically and morally and responsibly. How does that sound? It sounds perfect. You also have to make sure that the person that you want to hypnotize is okay with it and is open to it because consent is the number one thing. They could come out of it at the end and go, why did you do that to me? And then they can get you for well, they for, for not upset. consenting. Yeah. yeah. So, and we, we've actually skipped uh, something as part of the hypnosis thing. But when I first hypnotized Hannah way back when, Mm-hmm. The very first couple of sessions we did, because we have a, an understanding these days and we talk it through before we do things, I actually went through the hypnotic contract with her. And I don't know whether you remember this. Remember I said to you, uh, you know, Hannah, have you ever been hypnotized? Before? Have you ever been hypnotized before? Do you want to be hypnotized? Do you want to be hypnotized by me? Yes. Do you wish to follow my suggestions provided they will be of a positive and beneficial improvement to your life yeah yeah that is the hypnotic contract and that ensures that you have the consent that you need when you're doing the work yep i can you know carrie if you want to you can link my like my twitter and stuff if people have questions and about like being hypnotized they can always come to me with it (laughs) because i'm not an expert at hypnosis but i'm an expert in being hypnotized (laughs) Okay, well, I'll certainly put your um, your Twitter in the show notes and stuff if anybody yeah. does want to talk to you about it and they've got any questions for you. And um, if you have any questions for me, obviously the usual contact information, uh, K-H-O-A-T-H on Twitter and Kerry at G-O-T-S-S dot net for the email. Feel free to hit me up with questions or queries about hypnosis or things that I've used it for, or perhaps you might be interested in trying it. I do do recreational stuff for free, like little tricks, like forgetting numbers, like we did in the podcast. <laughs> However, anything that involves therapy and life changes, uh, that is actually quite a bit of work. So we definitely charge for those sorts of interventions. So mm-hmm. that's how that works. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast with me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I look forward (laughs) to having you on future podcasts. And we'll see if we get any comments uh, or feedback in the tip jar and stuff, whether people want you back on the podcast. And if they do, we'll absolutely have you back on. Awesome. Okay.